social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program, while it is certainly getting colder, that's why you can depend on Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this heating season. Call Henry Oil today. Since 1947, family-run business, tremendous tradition, reliable, affordable. Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call them today at 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. It's Henry Oil. Remember, automatic delivery budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200 and always online at henryoil.com. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, depetro.com. Don't forget, which is brought to you by Enzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see them. Patriots are in first place. You can enjoy all the games, all the action. Dana, they run a great place. Endzone Sports Pub, all Patriot fans. And on top of that, karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights and the NFL ticket on Sunday. Let's get to the, we have a lot of sound to play. Kyle Rittenhouse, big interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. I'm going to play some of that. And then there's still more reaction to uh, everything that's going on. But let's get to, uh, this is some of the interview Tucker Carlson with Kyle Rittenhouse talking about how he ended up in Kenosha. What did you think of it? It was upsetting because Kenosha is my community, um, and I just was upset seeing my community up in flames. Yeah, I bet you were. How many people were saying, what was he doing there? He had no right to be there. Now, I also like Kyle Rittenhouse with Tucker Carlson goes after President Biden. Who called him a white supremacist? Here we go. It's like my case. What did you make of the president of the United States calling you a white supremacist? Mr. President, if I could say one thing to you, I would urge you to go back and watch the trial and understand the facts before you make a statement. That's not a small thing to be called that. No, it's it's actual malice defaming my character for him to say something like that. I mean, why do you think, and it's not... Boy, that's a legal term. That is absolutely a legal term. He he will have uh, every right. That is going to be really interesting if he actually goes after, because it was candidate Biden. It was during the campaign when Joe Biden, uh, they even ran a commercial, but he was calling him, um, he was calling him a white supremacist. So... We're going to play some of the sound of that. And then I also want to get to um, Judge Jean, Judge Jeanine Piero. She was on and then reacted to the interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. I want to play uh, I want to play some of that. Kind of put a bow on all of this, what we just saw. We want to talk to our friend Judge Jeanine Piero, the host of Justice with Judge Jeanine. Hey, Judge, what do you think of that? Well, first of all, it's amazing. It's amazing that you got this interview, Tucker. But I must tell you, uh, I was blown away by the interview. This young man is far more intelligent than people wanted to give him credit for. There are many more dimensions to him than people realize. They saw him as a 17-year-old from a small town with kind of a boyish face, a boyish demeanor. And what they'll hear tonight... In this interview, or what we all heard, was a young man who understood the enormity of the ramifications of his trial. It's almost as though he recognized it wasn't even about Kyle Rittenhouse. It was about the right of self-defense. He was smart enough to articulate this. He was smart enough to be able to recognize that what he was going through was really about American law and the Constitution and his right to defend himself. What will shock people is 
that he was very articulate in his description of supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. And then went to the next step and said, you know, if someone were of color and in the same situation, I, I would be worried for them. I'm hoping they would have the same resources that I had. This is a young man who was a very empathic young man. All of the things he did in his life were to help people. And the fact that when you said to him, you know, why are you so calm? And he said, I've learned not to, that I can't get upset about things that I can't control. I mean, you have to be like 50 before you figure that out. This kid has a tremendous future in front of him. He is not angry. When you asked him about the president, what he would say, he, you know, he just came back. Not like a normal 18-year-old punk. He came back and he said, I would say, Mr. President, if you could go back and look at the facts, you would realize that what you said wasn't accurate. Everything he said, everything he talked about, the fact that he was able to go through all of this, never, never get angry, never lose his cool. The fact that when you said to him, you said, don't you want to hold people accountable? He said, well, you know, I'm, I'm my lawyers, I'm going to leave that up to them. And then you came back at him, Tucker, and you said, but really, don't you want to hold them accountable? And he said, like I said, you know, I'm relying on my lawyers. You know, it was like the, the withering cross-examination that he withstood in front of a nation aware of the impact and consequences of that cross-examination. Nothing moved him off the truth. This young man is a truth-teller. This young man is far more mature than his years. And even a mother, and, you know, I can't imagine as a mother, but his mom wanted him to hide. He said, no, I have to confront it. I have to face it. Just like he did that night when he put his hands up and he tried to turn himself into the police and the police told him to get out of the way. Well, they, they pepper sprayed him. They pepper sprayed well, him. Which tells you just about everything. They were protecting the, the car lot, by the way. Yeah, and the, well, and yeah. he didn't have anything negative to say about the police. He's going through hell. He is literally going through hell. The police are not there. His community is being burnt down and yet he's willing to help and not say anything about anyone else. God bless. Very well said, Judge Janine, who I like a lot, about Kyle Rittenhouse. Folks, again, it's the John DePietro Show. Now you have that take, and then you have the embarrassing take of Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline. If you haven't seen what he said, uh, as you can imagine, it's irresponsible. It's grossly inaccurate. Uh, Cicilline, he, he does not serve the 1st District. He's there to just be a Democrat pit bull. He is confident that he has enough voters and he has supplemented a lot of voters. He's confident that he has the voting list and voters to get him into office. And never forget about Congressman Cicilline. When he was elected in 2010, he won with 80,000 votes. We're to believe that last year, if you believe the vote totals are correct, he won with 160,000 votes. In other words, Congressman Cicilline wants you to believe that in a 10-year period, he doubled the number of voters. that he that, That's impossible. That didn't happen. It shows how Rhode Island elections are not legitimate. Folks, again, if you haven't seen it, you can check out his tweet on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is brought by Tavolo, Wine Bar, Tuscan Grill, authentic innovative italian cuisine big city food ambience without the big city price tag providence apples avenue smithfield right near bryant and also the work location on post road right across from the airport t-a-v-o-l-o tavolo it's delicious stop in and visit them folks support your local businesses and online at tavolowinebar.com so tucker carlson gets the big get i thought it was a little long i thought it was a little long listen he's a young kid uh, he also gets into, I'll play more of the sound. He had a little bit of a tough time in prison. I think um, him laying out, you know, the thing about the interview is he did testify and we had heard his voice. It's not like someone sits there, you've never heard anything. So we had heard his voice. And if you followed the trial, he kind of just reiterated a little bit of, and, and I'm not knocking him in any way. And it was a tremendous get by Tucker Carlson on his show, but but um, we kind of knew, if you followed it, you know a lot of, about the story. And um, what I think they also effectively pointed out was in the very beginning, 
how this was framed as a race case, how Biden called him a white supremacist. I believe there's going to be legal action because we've learned from the Paula Jones deposition against uh, in case against Bill Clinton that even if you're a president and look at Trump, all the lawsuits against him, you can, in fact, be sued. Do, do I think Biden called him a white supremacist? I think the Biden people did. That certainly is uh, defamation. We're going to talk with our legal analysts uh, tomorrow, Tim Dodd, on that. But Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, his attorney saying he thinks he should change his name and just I don't think he's going to. I think uh, I think there's going to be a bright future for Kyle Rittenhouse. All right. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro show. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 it's always christmas at anthony's jewelers 65 percent off the entire store it's a once in a lifetime sale at 65 percent off all week long open sundays 65 percent off all week long one-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen. Whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone. Call West Fountain Auto Body. 401 272 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, look at the smash and grabs, the violence. Uh, they're letting the inmate uh, inmates out of prison. Our cities are running amok. You need to protect yourself. Stop it and see our guy, the defender of the faith. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Look for them on Facebook. He updates the Facebook page a lot and get an idea of what he has. And also, remember, he will he will buy or sell. Maybe you want to sell some firearms on consignment, or maybe you just feel that you have some firearms you're not using, or maybe you inherited. Someone passed away that had a collection, whether it's one or three or ten. Uh, contact them. Firearms, ammunition, accessories, competition, Shooting Supplies, 401-727-1716, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Folks, I encourage you to visit the website, depetro.com. We have original stories. It's also an easy way to get a hold of me, and you could do some Christmas shopping. That's right. The shop is open. 
at dipetro.com. In uh, dipetro.com, and remember, one of our sponsors is the Centerdale Revival Comfort Food and Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Uh, I'll tell you, Shane runs a great place. Stop in and see them at the Centerdale Revival. I want to go to some of the sound that we have, and some of the sound has to do, I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but this, um, it, uh, I want to give credit to uh, Jonathan Swan of Axios that sat down with the member of the squad that representative talib and listen to her and he breaks down exactly this whole business of the breathe act and this is something that should be asked of all rhode island politicians by the way if they support this you'd be shocked at the number of the ones that do and it has to do with folks and i want you to listen to this because this is the democrat party this is the democrat party open up the doors release everyone they want to have in the next 10 years Everyone that's in prison is released to society. Do you want that? That's what the squad wants. That's what AOC wants. That's what the progressives want. That is the Democrat Party. That's what they are working towards. Let's listen. This is the interview. Um, it's a program on uh, Axios on HBO, but with Jonathan Swan and this uh, representative Talib. Listen to her. You endorsed as, uh, the Breathe Act, which yeah. is a series of proposals to transform. America's criminal justice system and create, quote, a roadmap for prison abolition. The Breathe Act proposes emptying federal detention facilities within 10 years. To what extent have you wrestled with any potential downsides of releasing into society every single person who's currently in a federal prison? Yeah, I, again, I think that everyone's like, oh my God, we're going to just release everybody. That's not that's what, what I'm, the, Yeah, is. but did you see how many people are mentally ill that are in prison right now? No, I know, but the act that you so endorsed keep, actually gonna, says release everyone. In but 10 in ten years. years, but think about it, who are releasing? But there are like human traffickers. Oh, I know. Child sex. So, but I you're mean, saying, do you mean that you don't actually support that? Because no, you, you endorsed the bill. No, I endorsed the Breathe Act and looking at federal uh, the policies and how we incarcerate. Absolutely. But it says in there. But you cannot. You cannot. You cannot just blankly say, oh, look, she wants... That's not what I'm... But that's like in plain text. But that? what I'm saying is look at who's in prison now. No, look at the I'm, folks that are no, mentally ill, that I, have substance abuse but, problems. But I'm not have, disagreeing with you that there are people who, who Yeah, but then why aren't you asking me about them? You're asking me about the human no, traffickers and others that no, should... I'm trying to understand. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to understand is your, your proposal is so sweeping. It does, oh, oh, it does release yeah. everyone. And what I'm trying to say to you Within is... Within 10 years, and yeah. obviously there's a process of looking at how can we get away from mass incarceration. Sure. And is this unbelievable with what's going on right now? Have you heard about all the smashing grabs? Because of it, the big place of doing it is California, but other places, big group gathers. They even in San Francisco, they blocked off the street and you get a large mob and they run in and just steal. See, California... And now... The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he's now saying that they're going to try to put an end to this, these smash and grabs. But in California, they they outlawed shoplifting as a felony. They make it that it's just a misdemeanor. You can steal up to one thousand dollars and it's just it's it's a misdemeanor. Uh, maybe if you're even caught, you, you pay a fine. But the thing you have to understand about a misdemeanor is many times, as you can imagine, police don't even go after people if, in fact, they're just being charged with um a, a misdemeanor so um it, it's disgraceful i think it also illustrates that there are there's basically to me there's like two communities there's two americas that are setting up one is those that recognize kyle rittenhouse went to help out he went to stop uh the arsonists and the looters and the rioting and businesses that had a right to protect themselves so you have that america and then you have the the america that feels he shouldn't have been there he's a white supremacist and then try to argue that it's okay for people to steal these are the 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 conflicting um viewpoints right now in the country by the way also dan mcgowan in the boston globe who we're going to talk to tomorrow in a new poll president biden this is important. President Biden has a 51% approval rating in Rhode Island. This is some, now again, it's not the accurate, but it's the most recent poll they have. Now, what's interesting about that is it dropped eight points from June. So in June, they're saying President Biden, who handily won the state, uh, well, if you believe the vote totals, 
believe the vote totals. Uh, Trump had 40. Biden had whatever it was, 54, something like that. 56, 54, I think. Trump 40. Uh, so I, I, I believe it was closer. I don't think Biden really had all those votes. But uh, but if you believe that. Now, I as I have said, I believe they're saying that in June, Biden had a 59% approval rating in Rhode Island. Now it's down to 51%. Now, I think it's even lower than that. However, this goes along with what I said, which is Governor McKee is strutting around, by the way, still on vacation, and he believes he has a 59% approval rating. I think those numbers are old. I think Governor McKee is more parallel with President Biden and maybe even a little bit below that. If Biden fell eight points since June in this polling number, and he's at 51%, the, the, the um, morning console poll that has Governor McKee at 59%, a lot of that polling was done in July. And Governor McKee's controversies started in August, rolled into September, and then now continue through November. So Governor McKee is off on this two-week vacation or 12 days thinking he is close to a 60% approval rating. I, I'm going to argue I believe his approval rating is below 50%. I think it's if Biden fell eight points, it's very easy to make the argument and and understandably so that Governor McKee, that he also fell. I think he fell more than that. I think Governor McKee is below 50, um, hovering around there. So, I mean, he's not yet as unpopular as Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo was. And I don't know if he would ever be that unpopular. Raimondo at times was either 34 percent approval rating 36 percent approval rating and then folks what makes that outrageous is we're supposed to believe that when she was reelected, she got uh you know what was it 53 54 percent of the vote like there's no way that she got that many votes but governor mckee i think he i would argue i think his approval rating mirrors president biden because they you know biden's numbers just continue to go down and if biden's at 51 percent or even I think even below that now with the high price of gas uh, and the problems with that just continue and just even incompetency. I I think Governor McKee, there's no, as I've been saying, I don't believe he's at 59, 60%. There's no way. That was done in July before everything started to kind of collapse on the McKee administration. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Great meal is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. If you link into the website, petro.com, lunch, dinner, drinks, the lounge, you can um, uh, see their great menu. I want to go back and more sound. This is Van Jones uh, with Chris Cuomo. Black Americans don't have the right to self-defense in the same way as Kyle Rittenhouse. They, I don't have a Second Amendment in the same way. This is all untrue, by the way. Lot of shock and, and anger and frustration uh, from the black community and, and from progressives is there's never been an african-american kid you think of 400 years of, of, of provocations and bad stuff that's happened and threats against us there's never been an african-american kid that walked around with an ar-15 and shot three people and got held as a hero ever and it will never happen and so there's just from the very beginning a sense that uh, uh there's there are two there's a two-tiered system here where we don't have the right to self-defense in the same way I don't have a Second Amendment right in the same way. If Van Jones walked down the street with an AR-15, you know what you say about me? It sure was nice knowing Van Jones because I'm not going to have a chance to explain. You know, that that is continuing to be a false narrative. This whole notion, if Kyle Rittenhouse were black, he would have gotten life in prison. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, they wouldn't have chased him. They were chasing him because they saw a a young, innocent-looking white kid. And they probably felt they could get his gun away from him. That's why they were chasing him. And by the way, where Cicilline is so off base is what Cicilline put in his tweet. Peaceful protest. He was chasing people down. All false. It was rioting. They did $50 million worth of damage during these these riots. You can see the footage of it. The fires are unbelievable. They were lighting businesses on fire. So different business owners... You know, we're thinking I, I need to find some people if we could who would volunteer to stand guard in front of my business because the police, the governor was telling basically telling the police to just let them riot and let them do things. And they were trying to control them. But it's tough to control a crowd in a riot. This was, by the way, the Rittenhouse thing was night three. 
night three. But that is a false narrative. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, he'd be getting life in prison. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, they wouldn't have chased him. They they wouldn't have chased him, and, and this wouldn't have happened. They went after him. They saw a young white kid, and they probably thought they could get his weapon away from him. They were wrong. But the footage was never in doubt that he was being pursued. On the video, you can see him running away. He was running towards the police line. Rosenbaum is going after him. Rosenbaum threw a bag that he had at him. The other people, they, they call him the jump kick guy that kicked him in the head. And then the, the other one that was shot and killed that was then hitting him with his skateboard. You know, and if you if anyone really knows, a skateboard is heavy. Skateboard have like the base and the wheels and hitting him in the head. I mean, you could beat someone to death. It's like having a large skateboards and especially the skateboard this guy had. Uh, Anthony Huber was was heavy and he's, you know, uh, racking him with it. So th this whole narrative, they're not dealing in reality. And by the way, they're also they're not they're allowed to not deal in reality. Of course, he's on with Chris Cuomo. No point does he say, uh, yeah, but, you know, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. And yesterday in Kenosha, there was a mother, uh, excuse me, a father and daughter walking along. What do you think? And they were uh, African-American and and um, and they had AR-15s. No one arrested them. I mean, Wisconsin is an open carry state. Now, something else that also stood out in the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, interview is the shameful, and we're going to talk to our legal expert, Tim Dodd, about this tomorrow, but the actions of Lynn Wood and John Pierce, who I don't know as much, but Lynn Wood, the famed attorney, and the scam that they were running. Family. Listen to uh, him tell Tucker How this. How long were you there? I was in jail for 87 days, and this goes as follows in with Lynn Wood, who Lynn Wood was raising money on my behalf, and... He held me in jail for 87 days, disrespected my wishes, put me on media interviews, which I should never have done, which he said, oh, you're going to go talk to the Washington Post, which was not a good idea, along with John Pierce. They said I was safer in jail instead of at home with my family. And then after I'm billed... Your lawyer said that. My lawyer said that. John Pierce and Lynn Wood. 87 days is a long time to be in jail. It, it was... It was very long. I lost a lot of weight in there. I, I, I since then gained it back. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 87 days of not being with my family for defending myself and being taken advantage to, being used for a cause by these by John Pierce and Lynn Wood, trying to solicit, not solicit, trying to raise money so they can take it for their own benefit, not trying to set me free. So you think they could have raised the money for bail faster, but they didn't? Um, I believe it, I believe uh, sometime in September, September 5th, I want to say, they had over a million dollars and bail was set and able to be posted in September. So they could have had me sign the waiver for extradition and had me back in Wisconsin and I could have been bailed out by mid-September, but they wanted to keep me in jail until November 20th. What was that like? It was, it was scary in jail. Like, you had to watch over yourself, and not a lot of people liked me in jail until they... The funny thing is, a lot of people didn't like me in jail, but they got to hear, like, my story, and they got to understand me, like... Stop the tape just for a moment, folks. I want you to understand that. Now, that Lynn Wood, who I've been saying for a while now, I've been criticizing that guy all year. I don't know what happened to that guy, but he, he somehow lost his mind. I hope everyone understood what they were doing. They realized that if, they, if he was released from jail, then people stopped donating. They, they needed to do an accounting and find out what these two men did with the money. They were raking in a ton of money. This happened, the whole situation with Kyle Rittenhouse happened in late August. By first week, mid-September, they had over $1 million in donations. But those two kept him locked up, and then they raised, They just kept raising money for themselves. See, when they would go and contact people and have it in the news, the story was more effective. They could raise more money by him remaining locked up. He didn't have to be in jail for 87 days. That's, that's crazy. He could have been out the first week of September. They had enough money. These two, they need to be investigated. I... I mean, to me, we'll find out from Tim Dodd. That sounds like 
something they should be disbarred that lynn wood that guy is i don't know what happened to him he is bad news and these are very serious allegations now they're trying to fight they want to keep the money that was raised they feel they raised it that money should have gone you know there were opportunists that jumped in on this you're talking about you know kyle and his parents don't know any better these two show up on the scene high profile attorneys and they're going to take care of the whole thing and they just view this as an opportunity to raise money for themselves for themselves so who knows how much they really raised i mean these two guys they may have raised five million dollars and then they're just keeping it and then telling kyle rittenhouse who's in jail they realize the donations keep flowing in the longer that he's locked up all right let's go back this is kyle rittenhouse on with tucker he's actually a really decent person um not this person that the media talk about himself about in jail be. and it it was scary but i was able to make friends i'd say acquaintance in jail and like play spades card games with them amazing so you're in jail for 87 days do you 17. have a sense of how your case is being talked about in the outside world um not really when i'm in jail but once huh. i am bailed out wow. john pierce said i was in an unorganized militia which is just blatantly false i didn't know oh. what a militia was and wait your lawyer said you were in a militia john pierce said that and it's blatantly false how i don't i didn't know Oof. what a militia was until after the fact until november like 25th after i was watching some of the interviews he did i was like i'm not in a militia i don't know what that is <laughs> Sorry. sorry to laugh and i was like what the heck and i'm like no wonder people are saying i'm in a militia it's because he painted that narrative which he should never have gone there well yeah it's untrue exactly you know i i feel for that was kyle rittenhouse on with uh, tucker carlson i feel for, for uh, kyle rittenhouse number one he shouldn't have been charged and then number two we learn that these two attorneys uh lynn wood who is just that guy i i started seeing last january he just or december even he started just going off the rails he was the first one that i saw posting about vice president pence and then he wanted to do harm to him uh i don't know what is the deal with lynn wood remember he was paired up with Sidney powell but that guy um he, there's there's something off about that individual his actions are beyond questionable and more than now you hear this about kyle rittenhouse there need to be ramifications you know his actions last year and by the i would have people going after me on social media who don't even know lynn wood and they're just like defending him how dare you say that lynn wood da, 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 like as if he yeah they were taking advantage of this young kid who got caught up in this whole wave of things and president biden owes him an apology i mean it's not going to happen I'm sure the legal people are telling Biden don't even comment on it. Uh, so it won't do any good. But President Biden owes him an apology. Folks, this portion of the program, again, visit our website, dipetro.com. Brought to you by Brood Awakenings, 1395 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. Uh, stop in and see them. Now, there's there's that location. You also have location, uh, the brand-new Brood Awakenings, 100 Westminster in Providence. You have Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and then also Bald Hill Road fresh ingredients the brood difference cozy environment drive through both warwick and also in uh, johnston stop in and see them i'm a big fan of everything they do at brood awakenings you're listening to the john DePietro show mega truck and trailer repair call them today mega 508-336-2110 508-336-2110 for mega truck and trailer repair whether it's commercial trailers Diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, 
they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor at anchorrising.com. It is Justin Katz. Justin, I'd like to start off with uh, Friday, of course, was the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict and uh, some of the reactions locally, um, I I think in in many ways, really disgraceful. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. I know you flagged uh, one candidate for mayor of Providence. We'll talk about that. But what really jumped out at me is Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, who basically tweeted out bringing a gun to a peaceful protest, chasing people down. He is a former officer of the court. He was an attorney. He understands, or if, if he doesn't, he or his staff, who knows who really tweeted it, but um, he should understand the ramifications. There were facts of the case that were you know, uh, laid out. And, and one, one fact that was not in dispute was that Kyle Rittenhouse was being chased by these individuals. So I know, they, you know the people that wanted him found guilty were trying to harp on how old he was and this whole business of crossing state lines that had nothing to do with it and the fact that he had a weapon. But for a sitting congressman, to misrepresent in a volatile issue, um, chasing people down, peaceful protests. They were, it was night three, there was $50 million worth of damage done in uh, Winosha. And, and uh, the first person that was shot and killed, Rosenbaum, was, was lighting fires. Um, the, the, where they were, the police weren't even there because it was so volatile. So I want to start off again. We don't know talking points that went out. We don't even know if it was him, but it's his account. But um, really, really, I thought completely disgraceful because completely misrepresenting what happened. <laughs> well, misrepresenting is a kind way of putting it, I think, John. He, he lied. I mean, whoever, yeah. whoever, I mean, it's it's a lie. He, it is. he says he chased them down. It was wow. the opposite. Now, even if you want to say, as the prosecution attempted to do, that he provoked them somehow by putting out their fires, I, I gather, so they couldn't light a gas station on fire and cause even more damage and death. Um, even if that was provoking, the, literally, he ran. I mean, and there's no way to miss it because there's I mean, we had the, the controversy, how the jury wanted to see the high resolution video and all that stuff. That yeah. video was literally of Kyle Rittenhouse trying to run away from that first attacker. Right. And hurting him when he caught him and tried to grab his gun. Then he tried to run to the police lines and the others attacked him, drop kicking him, hitting him with a skateboard. Whatever you think of the outcome, a kid with a gun, whatever. He was being chased. And to say the opposite is an outright lie. It ought to it be is. disqualifying for a fair U.S. congressman. But I and I, I'm really, really hoping that this whole episode has just been so revealing to people um, that it's almost like like in a movie where the villain says says his whole plan and, and everybody hears it because it's on a loudspeaker or something. And I, they, they all say, oh, you're the villain. We see now. I hope that's what's happening. I mean, it's just just the comments like that are just so outrageous and beyond what ought to be acceptable. And then you see uh, the state senator, Tierra Mack, radical, talking about how she has a high bar for white people. And this is now even higher because of this. And you have to fight racism or she doesn't have time for you. I mean, that's that is blankly racist and yes. there's no there's no way to go get around the the fact that that is a racist statement and yet everybody kind of ignores it i think for me and i wrote about this on anchorizing probably the most shocking one was was more mild in a way but it was on the official account of ri kids count which is a nonprofit that advocates for all Rhode Island children, they say, and they put out a, their big thing is a, a fact book every year for kid about kids in Rhode Island, how they're doing, what their, their health situation and education and so on. It's a useful exercise, but they tweeted out comparing um, Kyle Rittenhouse to uh, the boy in Ohio in 2014 who was shot uh, by police because he had a toy gun that looked real to them when I pulled up in a park. And comparing those and saying this is institutional racism and those things are nothing alike uh and it's just the the shocking nature the denial of reality of all this all of our institutions and politicians at this point seem to be pushing this anti-racist racism this garbage critical race theory uh and it's it's really divisive and destructive and can only lead to more harm and death, particularly among disadvantaged people. It's so irresponsible that you, you can only hope 
the public is is starting to really see what they're doing and lying. I don't think a lot of these people even know the the people Rittenhouse defended himself from were white. I think a lot of them That's still right. think they were black. In fact, the, one of the most common pictures you see is the, the black assailant who gave him a flying kick when he was on the ground. That yep. guy actually was not one of the people he shot. <laughs> so it's just it's just so it's so disgusting. It's it's hard to it's hard to understand how they how they get away with it and why the why even biased media isn't going after them. And Justin, also, and again, folks, our segment is politics this week. Stay with Tiara Mack for a moment, or actually even include Cicilline, but all she keeps, it, it's almost becoming like a parody. Like, all she keeps putting is white supremacy. Even, you know, she, I think she even tweeted, a white person shooting other white people is white supremacy. I, I don't even know what that means. And Cicilline, you know, no one will hold him accountable, but he never commented regarding the riot that happened in Providence Place Wall. In many ways, the city of Providence, still downtown, has not recovered from the riot. It frightened people. There are still businesses boarded up. Uh, you just get the sense of the, are they purposely trying to incite people to riot? But the the Tierra Mac, who to me, Justin, gets a complete free pass uh, from the media, or at least a lot of elements of the media. I don't even know what that means. If a white person shoots other white people, that's white supremacy. I, I, it just they they invoke it at every turn, and I. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it, what it really is starting to see. I mean, uh, somebody like Mac. I don't know. She might be so indoctrinated that she can't see past it. But there are more responsible people out there who are still pushing this stuff, like Cicilline, and or at least I don't know about responsible, but more self-aware people, let's say. And I, it starts to feel almost like a like a sales pitch, right? I mean, like you, yeah. whatever the client says, you have to spin it and make it about how great your product is. I mean, that's really kind of what it is. You know, it's, oh yeah, no, this'll, this'll fix your teeth and cure your baldness. You know, oh, white people shooting white people is white supremacy. I mean, it's just, it's just a, just a lie to sell a product and that product is division. And I mean, I think that gets into some pretty deep uh, philosophical and political waters, but I think that's what they're doing is they're selling division for profit and for power and so yeah they 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 love to see more riots i think they would they that's what they want the more chaos there is the more people get shot the more noise they can make and more hits they get on on their social media and more probably in Cicilline's letters i think they they figured out that i was on their list so i've stopped getting his fundraising but um, they're probably fundraising off it white supremacists are Republicans are killing people and getting away with it. You need to give me $20 so I can win my campaign. They're, they're just profiting off it. And it just adds to the disgustingness of it. And it's so obvious. Again, I, I don't know how ordinary people just aren't seeing it. And uh, Justin, just stay with Cicilline for a moment. He was even mentioned, the Boston Globe did a, a story on Saturday and they did you know a lot of the reactions. And President Biden commented and then later tweeted out that he was or a statement saying he was angry and saddened by it. The thing about um, this is the same group, especially Cicilline or the vice president. You know, we still have a lot of work to do. They talk about President Trump in January 6th and they were undermining democracy. Justin, I would argue that Cicilline, who, again, was an officer of the court, he was a high profile uh, defense lawyer in Providence. Obviously, the father's reputation speaks for itself. He was the criminal defense attorney in this area in the 70s and 80s. But but I, I would argue they're undermining our judicial system by the, by misleading people and putting out, like especially Congressman Cicilline, not everyone followed the trial, misleading facts, you know, saying that he, he uh, went to a peaceful protest, he chased them down, almost like he was hunting them. Um, they, they are completely undermining our judicial system and firing people up where, you know, just to continue this narrative that person of color, you're not going to be treated fairly uh, in the in the justice system. You know, we've heard uh, MSNBC and people like that saying, oh, this is like in the 50s and Mississippi and Alabama. They were letting whites go for hurting blacks. That That is not what they, as much as they would like it to be that, that that's not what this is. There was one white team that shot three white guys and killed two of them and all three of them were advancing on him he had a, a jury in a court of law the charges probably never should have been brought but it is uh, i i'm even i was really shocked on friday that they were just com continuing to to light the match almost seemingly trying to push 
uh, number one, undermine people's confidence in our justice system. And number two, almost seeming trying to egg on people that wanted to start trouble. Yeah, I mean, there aren't many, op- many alternatives left. Either they're, they're completely delusional, these people, Cicilline, Tegara Mack and all the rest, either they're completely delusional or they're intentionally trying yes. to cause problems. There's just no, there aren't any in-betweens at this point. And if, if people want to see the danger of this, I think the other, the other major case that's going to be decided soon and depending how it goes could cause riots uh, is the Arbery case where the yep. two, two white guys were trying to perform a citizen's arrest on a black guy who was jogging through the neighborhood and it ended up with them shooting him. Uh, that's another case where you can very easily see how this rhetoric comes into effect. What happened there was they, they were probably they were probably not correct to be chasing him down. I don't know the facts too well. But if you watch the video, he tried to grab the gun and that's when they shot him, which it's it's that happens because we're in this crazy world where you're telling people they're going to be hunted down and shot. And it causes people to react in a certain way, like yes. reaching for a gun when two people have guns. And that's a kind of a, because they, they're not correctly assessing reality. That is, that's what happened. And it happens on personal ways and ways that don't end up getting people killed. It is a deadly game that people yep. like Cicilline are playing. It's deadly and it's civilization destroying, but they don't, they don't care, which again, all I can think of, and, it, and the Rittenhouse case is just so obvious that there's, there's only those two options. Either they are completely deluded or they are trying to cause chaos and get people killed. Yeah, I would, I would say that because if he will never answer something like that. As someone that I, I mean, I've covered him for 20 years. If he was ever asked about those statements where he was putting out false information, uh, it was not peaceful and and he wasn't chasing people down. He would just continue to his answer. If I were to like role play would say people have a right to protest. What's a 17 year old doing bringing the gun there? He would never answer that Kyle Rittenhouse was actually the one being chased down. And also this was listen, it was a full trial. It was a, a court of law. It's a very experienced judge. Um, it, it, and, and Wisconsin has very strong self-defense laws i mean there were people that were saying from the very outset if you knew and saw the video which everyone did of that he was the one being chased and wisconsin has strong self-defense laws it was it was a tough case from the get-go but it certainly doesn't help when you have a sitting congressman who as we know part of the leadership team of pelosi purposely putting out false information regarding that was certainly number one not peaceful and number two as you said we all saw the video right after that happened and it was highlighted in court, he was the one being chased. That's why the self-defense held up. Uh, but if you have people like Cicilline that that put forth this narrative as if he went there to hunt people, as you say, that's where then you, you know, you're actually inducing panic the next time something happens. Folks, quick break. A lot more politics this week with Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They are located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340-401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 
3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains, along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One year interest free finance. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. J. Perry Paving always provides high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Over 20 years' experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Give them a call today. Free estimate, 401-732-1730. 401 401- 732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company. Hey, they'll meet their clients' needs, no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Reach out to J. Perry Paving, get a free quote, and remember, no one's better for veterans, two veterans, than J. Perry Paving. If you are a veteran or related to one, have them give them a call. They may do their driveway for them, 401 401- Seven three two seventeen thirty. Find them on Facebook, and then the website is letter J J Perry Paving dot com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM, folks. Remember, you can always listen online at our website DePietro dot com. Check out the website DePietro dot com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content. All our links to social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, it's all right there. And that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, DePetro.com. It's fall, very soon. The heating season will be here. Let J. Kale Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break. Log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's dipetro.com it's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. <laughs> 